What is up, everyone? My name is Chase Buckner from Webbing the Surf. Webbing the Surf is a metaphor for people who leverage technology to live wherever and however they want. Sort of like the digital nomad uh, life. Um, I figure if I'm going to get my anchor on and get my podcast game up, I should probably provide a little context. Um, Like I said, my name is Chase Buckner. I'm from outside of Philadelphia, uh, from a place called Doylestown, Pennsylvania, where I grew up, went to school, went to Westchester University, graduated with a degree in secondary secondary education English, and I taught high school English for two years um, before I became a digital nomad, and essentially, I miss teaching a lot. I was really good at it and I really loved it. Um, I was just sort of having a freak out moment where I was 24 years old and I was like, hey, to make this, to do this teacher thing right, you know, to get that pension at the end of the road and, and follow this path, I'm basically staring down the barrel of 35 straight years of waking up at five in the morning, getting home at seven at night. And uh, I just sort of had a panic attack, and I was like, man, I haven't really seen any of the world. Uh, I really love surfing, and I can't really do that at all um, in this life as a teacher in Philadelphia. Um, Well, that's not true. I mean, my parents have a beach house in New Jersey, but I just wasn't able to get down there a lot, and it's always cold in the winter, and this and that. So I said, fuck it, I'm gonna take uh, a year off, and I'm gonna do a trip with a buddy of mine, Greg Cardi, uh, one of my favorite people in the world. He had traveled the world, suggested Europe, um, but I was like, man, I don't have enough money to go to Europe. Uh, And so then the second idea was, well, let's road trip through Mexico and into Costa Rica, uh, where he had a buddy. And that sounded great to me. And I said, look, I don't really have a lot of money, but I'm willing to sacrifice my car. I had an old Subaru Legacy wagon. So I said, we can take my car if you make sure that, you know, we always have something to eat. And uh, he was up for that deal. I did not go back to school that year, um, but Greg couldn't leave his job at Johnson & Johnson until um, December. So I had basically six months to kill. So I went and visited. I took up a friend of ours, Liz Bretz, who's one of the biggest sweethearts in the world, offered me a free place to stay in Carpentry, California. Uh, so I took her up on it. I road tripped across the country with my uh, cousin Austin, went out there and just sort of collected my thoughts, surfed like every day, uh, lived two minutes from Rincon, which was insane. Got a job at the Beach House, uh, which is a legendary surf shop, Renegator shop originally, right in Santa Barbara and just sort of got myself together for this road trip. Um, I quickly realized that in order to do this, I was gonna be needing to make money as I traveled, which kicked off my quote unquote digital nomad uh, existence. A good friend of ours, Chris Samaris, who um, is a hardcore entrepreneur to the bone, used to sell, he had a CD burner before anyone, he made these mixtapes, it was awesome, selling them out of his locker, guy's a legend. He had started an online refurbished cell phone company called The Blue Dots, and he was like, look, I need someone to help me with customer support, and I need someone to figure out this online marketing thing, and I said, can I do that from anywhere, and he said, yep, do it on your own time, just get the work done. 
So I said, yes, that sounds fantastic. And I worked for him every day while we traveled, um, which was hilarious. <laughs> Traveling through Mexico, trying to find Wi-Fi back in 2009. Um, so that is what kicked off my journey. Okay, so Mexico uh, has been just an insane uh, journey. So we hit Mexico, we crossed the border at Tijuana, drove down Baja, took my car across a ferry, across the Sea of Cortez, got to Puerto Vallarta, and that's where basically things got interesting. Uh, we fell in love with Vallarta. We had budgeted, we had planned six months for our trip. We got to Vallarta, we were gonna stay there, I think, for maybe a month or maybe two months, I can't remember. Um, but like I said, I was working online uh, every day. So one day, my laptop charger breaks and it won't raise my charge, it will just sustain it. So I cannot unplug my laptop. So I said, Greg, okay, I'll order another one and when it arrives, we'll continue on our journey through Mexico down to Costa Rica. It took six months for the charger, sorry, six weeks for the charger to arrive. Uh, back then in Mexico, uh, logistics and shipping and all that was just absurd. Uh, it took six weeks, I finally got it, and by the time it arrived, neither one of us wanted to leave. We had both really fallen in love with Vallarta, uh, with the people we had met, the scene that we had fallen into. Uh, it was something, it was absolutely crazy. It was, that, but that's a, you know, a whole nother, that's a book someday. Anyway, we decided to spend the rest of our trip in Vallarta, which took us up to Christmas. Uh, why did I fall in love with Puerto Vallarta? Basically, uh, what hit me was, it was everything I loved about California without everything I did not like. So I'm from Philly, I'm a blue collar kind of guy, uh, and I love to surf. So Santa Barbara was obviously amazing for the surf. Um, there are very few places I think in the world where the mountains meet the sea like that. It's absolutely gorgeous. The waves are insane, uh, but the culture there was just not my scene. It was very upper class, very, uh, I would say pretentious. Even the college kid, you know, it's a college town, but a lot of the, you know, the kids I were meeting were really snobby. Um, I mean, I met a bunch of cool people at the surf shop, but outside of that, it was just not my deal. Puerto Vallarta is very similar. It's actually the sister city of Santa, Bar Santa Barbara. Um, the mountains meet the sea. It's absolutely gorgeous. The surf is awesome. The water is warm all year, which is even better. Uh, it just had everything I, I, I associate with, I relate to. The people are so nice. Um, obviously much more of a working class environment. Um, so I just felt something special here. Greg and I flew home for Christmas. We went to his lake house for New Year's. Um, and I'll never forget having this conversation of, hey, I'm going back. I mean, my car was down here. I, so I needed to come back to figure out what I was gonna do with that. But I think in my heart, I knew I was going back on a one-way ticket. And uh, so I came back and about two weeks later, I met my wife. And so that sort of is how it went down. Um, once I decided I was going to stay for good, I needed a job. Um, the, the position with Chris was very cool. I learned a ton of stuff, but uh, it obviously, you know, it was a startup, wasn't super high paying, 
and I was looking for a little more sta- uh, stability. I was wanting to move in with my girlfriend, all this kind of stuff. So I came across an opportunity to work for a company called Journey Mexico, which is Mexico's leading luxury travel brand as their webmaster. Uh, completely unqualified to be a webmaster, but um, a quick study. And I knew enough to get my foot in the door working for Zach Rabinor, who's the CEO, and his wife, Rebecca, who are unbelievable entrepreneur business people. Um, their company is just totally insane. They are killing it. Worked for them for about two years, learned a shitload about websites, WordPress, marketing, all sorts of stuff, business in general. Um, but ultimately, Zach and I are sort of oil and water respect the hell out of him, but we just saw a lot of things and a lot of from two different perspectives. So I decided to move on, uh, worked with some other couple people, some freelance marketing stuff, ended up starting my own agency, quote unquote, with a friend that I met here, Grant Maddock, who's sort of my partner in crime. And I will get into White Bulldog Media in just a second. So Graham and I started an agency. He used to be a programmer. uh, So I was like, hey, we could totally do this. We called it White Bulldog Media. My girlfriend and I had a white English Bulldog back at the time named Lola, who was the best, RIP. And we got at it. We had, I don't know, 12 clients or something. We did that for maybe a year and a half, two years. And we, you know, had no idea what we were doing. Um, We were doing good work, but you know, we were new to the whole thing. So it kind of fizzled out. Graham decided he didn't want to be a programmer anymore. He wanted to be a photographer, which has been a a fantastic move for him. His career is absolutely going nuts. Um, So I was sort of at a crossroads like, shit, what am I going to do now? Because it's really hard to get a good job here in Mexico. And I didn't want to leave Mexico, but all signs were pointing to, hey, I'm going to have to head back to the U.S. and either go back to teaching or, I don't know, figure something out. Then I, uh, back then, I a friend of mine, Shane, got me into Gary Vaynerchuk way back when he was doing Wine Library TV. I was following Gary forever, and through Gary, I met Matt Coffey, who had an agency a couple of years basically i don't know he had a year or two head start on us what we were doing at white bulldog called the coffee group and he had a job opening on his website and something that gary vaynerchuk had said back then really struck me as hey everybody thinks they want to be number one ceo but you know the number 19 at facebook uh is a millionaire you know there are a lot of people out there who would be fantastic supporting roles uh, if they can just become self-aware enough to see it and to be humble enough to step back and and work for someone. So I said, you know what? Maybe I am a number one. I don't know. Maybe I'm not. But I'm certainly willing to give up the responsibilities that come with being a CEO, having just had to deal with them on a very minor scale with White Bullock Media. So I hit up Matt. And I was like, hey, here's what I've been doing. You know, I've learned a lot in digital marketing. I'm actually pretty good. And I have all these varied skills. I, you know, had learned Photoshop along the way. um, And I've just always been really good with, you know, SaaS tools and all that kind of stuff. So Matt was like, look, I love you. Um, Let's give it a try. 
And I said, fantastic. The only thing is, I don't want to leave Mexico. I want to stay here and work from here. And he was like, well, that's actually good news because I don't want to pay you an American wage. And I said, fantastic. I live in a, you know, Mexico is obviously a really low cost of living environment. So it was this perfect match. Uh, we did a trial and it worked really well. We got along great. We complimented each other. Um, and it was sort of everything Gary described. I you know, filled a lot of needs that were not strengths of Matt's and Matt filled a lot of needs that are not strengths of mine. Um, so it became a beautiful relationship. Cus Coffee Group, which was what it was called back then, became Customer Bloom over the years. And over the past, I guess it's almost five years now, I have been building up the teams. Um, we're now over 20 people deep. We're a full service digital marketing agency. We do design and dev, SEO, PPC, reputation, paid ad management, social media, everything across the board. Um, and we have been crushing it from that perspective. Um, we're you know on track to do, I don't know if we're going to do a million dollars in revenue this year, but we certainly will next year. Um, and it's been fantastic. So I, my official role there is director of operations. Um, I'm kind of just, my job is basically just to make sure our team leads have what they need to get everything done and keep pushing the company forward, uh, keep evolving us forward. So that is my sort of nine to five. Uh, that pays my bills. That is my career. But I have been lucky enough to have the time to be an entrepreneur on the side. So I, I guess we'll cut the segment off here and I'll move on to the next piece in just a minute. Okay, so customer bloom is my main gig. That's, you know, where I'm at all day long. Outside of that, I met a really cool, smart dude named Dan Ballantyne a couple of years ago. I was in search of better internets. It was the one thing holding me back from my existence down here. And he has started a WISP, a wireless, wireless internet service provider in Sayulita, a cool little uh, surf town in the state of Nayarit, just above Puerto Verde. Went over there, I was like, holy shit, how are you doing this? Um, I need to work with you. And he was like, look, uh, our business model only includes two people, sorry, but sounds like you know enough that I can teach you enough where I can take a vacation and you can fill in for me. So I did that, that went well, Dan was like, hey, uh, it was great having you around. Look, in order to do this, we had to get this big office. We don't want to deal with it. How about you sublet the office and uh, and handle it? So I was like, great. So I took that opportunity, sublet the office from him, and turned it into Sayulita Cowork. Sayulita Cowork went awesome. People started showing up left and right. Um, the revenue just kept going up and up. And it's a long, long story, but basically Dan and I tried to work me into the WISP because it wasn't going very well with his partner. His partner had a freak out, the whole thing blew up. Uh, it ended up costing me slightly to co-work because I was subletting and his new partner didn't want to you know, renew my agreement, yada, yada, yada. So I ended up selling slightly to co-work to cellular Wi-Fi and Dan and I both walked away from that situation. We then decided, well, let's do Viartico work. 
So we partnered with one of the old Cellular Cowork members, our third partner, Miguel, and we opened Vallarta Cowork down in, um, right in the center of Puerto Vallarta, which has been awesome. Um, Vallarta Cowork is super cool. If you're a digital nomad and you're looking for another spot, definitely come down and check us out. ViaritaCowork.com. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear those cows in the car next to me. But um, Vallarta Cowork has been a blast. We've met so many cool people. And Vallarta Cowork is sort of what has kicked off this whole Webbing the Surf idea. Webbing the Surf is a domain I've been sitting on for a long time. Never knew what I wanted to do with it. Um, and then I was like, you know what? It sort of encapsulates this idea of exploring the world of digital nomads. Um, I don't know if I'm still technically a digital nomad. Uh, I sort of digital nomaded to Mexico and then planted myself. Although I do go back to the US pretty frequently and I'm always working when I travel. Uh, I go to Mexico City a lot, Guadalajara a lot. So uh, I guess I'm still sort of a nomad. But anyway, I'm deep in the nomad world because I have a business that caters to nomads. So I figured, hey, um, everybody wants to be a digital nomad. Nobody wants to work from home. So why not? explore the culture. I mean, it's such a new trend. It's such a new sort of uh, lifestyle. Um, so that's what I've been doing. I started out making YouTube videos where I would just interview uh, digital nomads that came through. Um, but it's honestly a gigantic pain in the ass to run two cameras, get the audio, edit it all together. Um, so I just found myself doing them very infrequently, which was a bummer because I really enjoyed doing it. So then, you know, Vaynerchuk keeps hyping voice and it actually makes a lot of sense because I never considered myself a podcast kind of guy. Uh, I more so listen to music. However, the truth is I've been listening to more and more podcasts lately. So I agree. It is sort of the next frontier. And once I found Anchor, I was like, man, this is so easy. I really have no excuses not to do it. Um, so here we are. So I figured I'd start my Anchor channel, sort of document uh my journey from here on out which i'll outline in the next and final segment all right so what does the future of my journey look like well uh as i said i am an entrepreneur i think uh, i can't turn my entrepreneurial brain off i am constantly seeing things and just thinking of what it should be. Oh my gosh, I see an empty space and I'm like, oh, and I can just see the business that should be in there. Um, it's led me down a lot of, uh, I don't want to say dead ends, but I would say unfinished paths. Uh, traditionally, I've had a hard time sticking to things that I start just because I feel like it's too cool to not start. So I'm trying to improve that about myself. I'm trying to learn from my mistakes. I'm trying to be smarter about the decisions I make. Um, but I am already juggling a bunch of plates. So I have Customer Bloom. I have Viarda Cowork. My wife and I just launched our first Airbnb, which we are doing sublet style. So I found a really cheap place in a really good area of Puerto Vallarta, fixed it up, and now we rent it out on Airbnb. And so far, things are looking fantastic. So if anybody's looking for an awesome studio in Vallarta, hit me up. I have one that you will love, I promise. Aside from that, um, the newest venture that it looks like we're going to pull the trigger on, Graham and I, who I mentioned, my partner from White Bulldog Media, we are gonna start a CBD company. Um, 
this is actually a, an interesting story. My dad, Curdy B, grew up. Uh, he smoked a ton of weed <laughs> as I grew up. And I'll never forget being in Dare when we were young, my brother and I, and they teach you that anybody who has a bong is a criminal. So we ended up with this really weird relationship with my dad because we thought he was the deadbeat asshole criminal and ended up hating my mom because she was lying to cover up for him, uh, which is absolutely horrible. I, I feel like such a douchebag even saying this, but it really sort of fucked up uh, a couple of years relationship with my parents. Got to college and realized what the world is actually like. And, um, you know, now I have an incredible relationship with my parents who I love to death. So it's kind of ironic that uh, I've been reading more and more articles about the benefits of everything that's in the cannabis plants. Um, it's sort of like a miracle drug, I guess. And so I was like, well, shit, I don't want cancer. I don't want Alzheimer's. I don't want diabetes, all this stuff. How do I get the benefits of weed without smoking weed? I've never been a weed smoker, um, which got me into CBD. So CBD, I'm like, fantastic. How do I get it? Turns out it's pretty hard to find, especially down here in Mexico. So then I thought, how do I make it? That seemed more than I wanted to take on. So then I started researching um, how I could get it wholesale. And I ended up finding a company in Denver which is coincidentally where Dan lives and where Greg lives, my original partner in crime from Mexico. So went up there, went to the factory, toured it. They have a bunch of really awesome products that we are going to white label. Um, Graham and I have always been wanting to do an Amazon fulfillment, uh, FBA product fulfillment by Amazon. So I believe we're gonna pull the trigger on that. Um, so that is exciting. Hopefully uh, that goes well and that takes me to the next stage in my career which is getting back to, uh, well, not my career, my life, getting back to Punta Mita. My wife and I have lived all over the Bay of Banderas, the Puerto Vallarta area. Punta Mita is where all the surf is. We lived there for two years. We ended up leaving because it was sort of a lack of infrastructure deal. Uh, we were constantly running out of water at our house. We had just had our son. Uh, well, our son was actually getting older. We had to think about schools and the school up there is no good. So we moved back towards PV. Uh, my goal is to get back to Mita. I want to buy a house in Punta Mita and ultimately my <laughs> my big grand dream is not to buy the Philadelphia Eagles, but to open a pizza shop. Point Break Pizza is my destiny. Uh, I can see it within my uh, sights. And so everything I'm doing now, I'm sort of using in the mindset of like, is this mapping towards me getting back to Mita, buying a house, open up a pizza shop and just surfing it out. That's my deal, that's my journey. Hopefully uh, Anchor will be the place where I sort of document it. And so far it's been pretty cool. I love it. If you have any questions about what I'm up to, where I'm going, what I'm working on, definitely call in. I'd love to have people calling in. I'd love to answer any of your questions. Um, and I look forward to seeing everyone here on Anchor and hopefully in iTunes and all that other good stuff. Don't forget, work the web, enjoy the surf.